Tomorrow, the season kicks off for Northwestern. So let's talk about the game. So welcome in to Locked On Northwestern, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We are available and free wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get it, you can find the podcast. Uh, We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so I'm your host, Carter Bird. Uh, and tomorrow, Northwestern kicks its season off in Dublin against Nebraska. So let's talk about the game. Well, right off the bat, what an opportunity for this Northwestern team. The, the first time in two years that they are back in their, in their football building for, for the offseason, uh, coming off a, a not great 2021 season, three and nine, um, and they get the marquee game in week zero. There's no, there's no other game that has eyeballs on it than this Northwestern game. And I think that's, that's really the story here. It's, it's a chance before anybody else to really make a statement because people are actually kind of expecting a decent amount of, from this Nebraska team, uh, whether they should or shouldn't. I think that this Nebraska team definitely got better in the offseason. I think they leveraged the transfer portal well, kind of like you saw Michigan State do last year when they went from 3-9 and nine to a 10-win team. Uh, I mean, 15 transfers coming into this Nebraska team, and 10 of them right now are slated to start this game tomorrow. So when you look at this game, everybody's got their eyes on... Everybody's talking about Nebraska. Let's let's be real here. Everybody, I mean, one of the favorite talking points right now in the Big Ten is Scott Frost. He's he's coming into this game a little bit on the, on the hot seat. Um there hasn't quite lived up to expectations to this point at Nebraska. So with that in mind, everybody is talking about this Nebraska team, how they can get off to a to a start this year. I think the schedule for them is very manageable to start. Um, I think that the first first seven, eight games, they should have a chance in basically every game. They they do play Oklahoma in a rematch of the game of the century way back when. And it's probably the most gettable that, that Oklahoma has ever been, the most beatable that they've been, the most vulnerable that they've been. So people people are circling this Nebraska team as a team that could finally break out. And everybody's talking about all the new transfers, Casey Thompson, Trey Palmer, new offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple. You have you, you have Scott Frost in the media talking about how the offensive linemen are puking 15 to 20 times per practice because they're just working so hard. And so all of the conversation is about Nebraska. And I think that's a little foolish because this Northwestern team, yes, is coming off a not great season. And last year, Nebraska blew them out. But I don't think you can overstate the the level of of 
focus that you're hearing about from this Northwestern program. And as Fitz said on, on Monday, they have gotten back into the into their football building. They're in the weight room. And he said that the team this spring looked completely different physically from the team in the fall. And that's only continued through the summer. I mean, he's raved about summer practices. And something you keep hearing about with this Northwestern team is the leadership. Is the leadership and how the the level of discipline and the level of leadership across the board, up and down the roster has improved. And I think that that, that sticks out to me. The way that they are talking going into this game it's it's a very business like approach. I mean, they honestly are talking talking about this game and this trip because the game is in Dublin. They are they did get on a plane on Tuesday afternoon night and flew through the night uh, and got there Wednesday morning. Um, and they've been over there so far. So it's it's a different environment. It, everything is a little. A little different about this trip. Um, it's it's not your typical opener. Should be um, in a normal year. Nebraska at Northwestern should be one of Northwestern's home Big Ten games. But I just like the way this Northwestern team has handled it. You have got you have the team captains talking about they aren't even really thinking about the sights and sounds of Dublin, and I'm sure. They are looking forward to having the opportunity to see and experience those things. And that's all going to be a great experience for this Northwestern team. But first and foremost, they are here to win a football game. And that, that is the key. And I like the mentality. I like the focus. And I, I really believe that this Northwestern team has what, it's, what it takes to be a little different. They return a lot of guys. And so I think that the media is talking so much about Nebraska and nobody's saying a peep about Northwestern. I mean, heck, if you go look on the Chicago Trib and Sun-Times, really anywhere, nobody this fall camp has really been writing stuff about Northwestern. Nobody's been talking about them. I mean, they're likely getting picked in the media by most everybody to be the favorites to repeat as last of the Big Ten West. And I think that's people overlooking an experienced, a determined Northwestern team. You hear them talk about how they've all changed their diet this offseason. You hear them talk about all the work they've done in the weight room. And you hear them talking about getting their edge back. And I think that's the story. And Northwestern has an excellent chance to prove it this weekend. So that those are my opening thoughts as we get into this game. Coming up here in a second, we're going to look at all the betting lines and everything with it. And we are going to just take a look at how we think this game could shake out. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information 
From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so again, want to thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. The ultimate college football preview is here. A seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we've we've talked about this this game so far. We have talked about the opportunity that Northwestern has. How how everybody is overlooking them. I mean, coming off a three and nine year. I mean, you even had Fitz at Big Ten Media Day joking about it. I mean, he said. They didn't have enough questions for him. And so he was just like, yeah, I mean, this is what happens when you only win three games last year. Well, now here we are. Week zero, you are the only Power 5 versus Power 5 game on the docket. And I think this, they have a great opportunity here. And I am fascinated to see how it plays out. I mean, when you look at the lines... Yesterday, if we were talking about this game, just yesterday, the line was North Northwestern plus 13 and a half, Nebraska favored by 13 and a half points. So two scores. Today, the line is moving in Northwestern's favor. It got to as low as 10 and a half today, uh, earlier. Now it's at 11. And, you know, I mean, they're, Northwestern's still... Pretty hefty underdogs on the uh, money line at plus 360. And the over-under has actually dropped, I think, a full point from 52.5 to 51.5. But I think when you look at this game, you have Northwestern returning a lot of experience on the offensive line, returning a really strong running backs room. I think Ryan Halinski is, in my mind, likely going to be the starter in this game. I think you you look for him to be a lot more comfortable in his first in the first time in his career where he's had the same offense coordinator from one year to the to the next year. And I think with that offensive line returning so much experience, so many starters returning and then you have guys like Vincent Picazzi who can play up and down that offensive line and fill in wherever need be. And then Malik Washington, Bryce Kurtz leading that receiving core, Marshall Lang in the tight ends, uh, tight ends room with Charlie Mangieri. Those two I expect to be red zone threats. All you need is a piece or two to emerge in that receiver's room. And I think this offense can sneak up on people, can especially sneak up on this Nebraska team that I think is gettable on the defensive line. I think Peter Skaronsky and and Wiedeker can can control O'Shawn Mathis can keep him from potentially wrecking the game coming off the edge. And then there's not a lot of production elsewhere um, on that defensive line. I think Northwestern will be able to get some push, uh, be able to run the football. There are big bodies on that offensive line for sure. Very big bodies. But I think it's, I think it's, there's a difference between, just being big and 
than being big and being able to back it up with the production. And we just don't know that yet with this Nebraska team. I'm curious with with such an inexperienced defensive line for Nebraska, how does that affect these linebackers? You return a couple of of stud linebackers up the middle who have made a lot of plays for this Nebraska team. But then on the back end, yet again, three starters leaving the program after last year, a lot of new faces, a lot of new faces. How does this Nebraska defense stack up with this Northwestern offense? I think Northwestern will be able to, to string some drives together. They may not score a ton of points, but I mean, let's be honest, that's not been the, the MO in a little bit of time now for, for Northwestern. I mean, I expect them to lean on the run game, play a little bit of ball control offense, and continue to to pound away with that really deep um, offensive or that that off deep offensive line and that deep running backs room that both of which have plenty of experience. On the other side of the ball, we don't really know what to expect with with this Nebraska offense. We know that Scott Frost is an offensive guy. We know that Mark Whipple coming over really liked to throw the ball a lot last year at Pittsburgh. And if I mean. Narduzzi, the Pittsburgh head coach, seemed to have issues with that, which is puzzling because some of the best offensive years that his teams have had. Um, but with this offense, a lot of new transfers in the receiving room. Trey Palmer, somebody to watch out for, somebody who can break the game, can really um, flip the whole thing on its head. Uh, you got a running backs room that I think is going to be really interesting. You have... Probably when they went into fall camp, the guys who were going to be the first two out there, probably not the guys you expected. Uh, ironically enough, I think both of them went to the same high school in Georgia, which is interesting how they both ended up at, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Interesting pass. One, one went in Juco. The others obviously just went there. Um, you have transfers in the receiving room. You got a really big, fast, physical tight end. Uh, that he could be a matchup problem. But again, I, th- I really like this. This Northwestern DBs group, I think, is going to be the leader of this defense uh, as far as position groups go. You return three starters who have plenty of experience in their, in their career. I mean, you have, depending on the year, they've been named Big Ten Honorable Mention, preseason All-Big Ten, or they've made the Pro Football Focus preseason All-Big Ten team. I expect them all to continue to take a step forward. You have some pieces to fill that that second safety spot, uh, and then you have you have a Duke transfer backing up the corners, and I think that that experience allows you to kind of maybe get a little versatile with these DBs and kind of you can get creative with them a little bit. At linebacker, I mean, you got Bryce Gallagher up the middle, uh, who's who's the unquestioned. Um, leader of that linebackers group team captain. I mean, I think that he's going to be the guy that everybody looks to get everybody lined up and everything. And he seemed to really praise that linebackers room when he met with the media this week. He, he was really excited about the fall camp that they've had and the way that they've looked and how, how bought in disciplined and how they are really trusting their coaching. And then the defensive line, this is the group that that I was worried about coming into this week. I mean, you obviously have Adetamawa, Adabaware at defensive end in that kind of edge role. 
coming back for his senior year. He was your lead, team leader in sacks, tax for loss. You really need him to, to almost double those numbers this season. But you brought in some transfers up the middle in that D-line. And I think that uh, you got guys like Ryan Johnson that up the middle from Stanford. Um, and Fitz really kind of praised that group, um, said they've come along very well this fall camp. And I think that'll be something to keep an eye on because this Nebraska offensive line is really, really big. And they held their own last year against Northwestern, really pushed the Northwestern front around. Can't, I was, I mean, honestly, I expect Northwestern's front to be better. And that's mostly because of the product that last year they just were pretty bad. It'd be hard to take a step backwards. So I expect them to take a step forward. Uh, and then I, Am I'll be interested to see how they handle this Nebraska um, offensive line group. And then, of course, you have Casey Thompson, the Texas transfer at quarterback for Nebraska. I just think there's so much change going on in this Nebraska offensive side of the ball that so I mean, new quarterback, new transfer receivers kind of shake up on the offensive line a little bit. New offensive coordinator. I have a hard time seeing them score a lot of points. I think that week zero will bring about a little bit of of struggles um, that maybe would be a little more ironed out if if they played on, on week one. I'm kind of thinking back to a few years ago when Florida and Miami played each other in a week zero game. And it was one of the grossest games of offense I've ever seen. Neither offense could get anything going, really. Um, and honestly, the 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 um, tackles for Miami were basically turnstiles for the defensive ends of Florida. They were just getting pressure all night, and neither offense really got off the ground. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards with this game. I I really kind of like the the under. The under 51 and a half in this game, that's, I don't ex- expect a lot of points to be scored. And then I still think, even at 11, I think that's too many points. I think that's too many points. I really like this Northwestern's team ability, in my mind, going in, that they can keep it close and be there with a chance to win. And, and, and a chance to really make a statement. To make a statement to the rest of the Big Ten, because everybody's going to be watching this Nebraska team trying to figure out if they're for real or not. And if this Northwestern team can get started right off the bat with with a big win in Dublin in week zero, I think they can kind of send a message that, hey, we aren't that three and nine team you saw last year. We're, we're different. So if you're asking me, I'm taking Northwestern at plus 11 and I'm taking the under. And I think Northwestern has a very good chance to keep it within one score late in the fourth quarter. And then they might be able to sneak out a win. And I, I just think that too many people are sleeping on this, this Northwestern team. And too many people are buying into the uh, Nebraska team. I mean, I was in that boat as recently as six weeks ago, two months ago. I mean... I was looking at Nebraska's schedule and I was like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. They start seven and one, which would be the best season they've had uh, in years. But 
as we've gotten closer, there's too much turnover for me in that Nebraska side of the offense. And there's not enough returning production on the Nebraska defense for me. And then Northwestern's experience, I kind of like where it matches up with Nebraska. I just think that this Northwestern team very easily can sneak up and pull an upset here. I mean, we've seen Nebraska be sleepy in these week zero games. We saw it against Illinois just a year ago. I mean, they can show up and not really show out. Granted, they it looks like they have a ton of fans there. It looked like a daggum concert at their pep rally, but... I, I really like this this Northwestern team's chances to, to, I guess, hang in there and make this game close. The uglier they can make this game, I think, the better. The better their chances are of getting a win. And so that's going to be something that I am looking for in this game. I'm, I'm can you muck it up and and make it an ugly game because I'm not sure Nebraska knows how to win those games. And two years ago, Northwestern won the Big Ten West. They've been to, I guess, in this instance, if winning the Big Ten West is the mountaintop, it's not winning a national championship or winning the Big Ten, but they've been higher up the mountain than Nebraska's ever been. And they've been just as low. And I think that this Northwestern team is better prepared to deal with adversity. So now that we've talked about, we've talked about the game a little bit, the opportunity in front of Northwestern, we looked at the lines, kind of talked out why I really like Northwestern in this game, why I think they have a very good chance to hang in there. Let's, let's just take a look for uh, fun around the rest of week zero. All right, so as we look around this week zero game, we've because we've 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 talked about the the, the Northwestern Nebraska game enough, I think. Uh, here on Bet Online, we're going to take a look at some of the other matchups. I think the ones that that jump out a little bit, especially for Northwestern, this Illinois Wyoming game. Illinois is favored by fourteen points. The over under is a really low forty three really low and part of me thinks that just because of the (laughs) persona of Brett Bielma guy who I've seen at the Big Ten and the SEC and all over the place I think Illinois is just going to get really big and try to play some smash mouth football with Wyoming and this isn't Josh Allen Wyoming out there I don't think so I kind of like I kind of like Illinois to maybe cover that 14 and I think the over under at 43 I mean it's so low I don't know I think I might take the over there but that also feels like it could be kind of foolish for me uh, other games that stick out to me at least Yukon and Utah State Utah State I believe won the Mountain West last year but their head coach left for for um Colorado State, UConn, the Jim Mora Jr. Uh, era, and, you know, been kind of the, the laughing stock of college football here in recent years. 
and they're 26 point dogs against Utah State that's kind of going through some flux that's that lost a lot that depending on who you talk to you might say kind of lucked their way to that Mountain West championship well give me UConn plus 26 and I'm going to take I'm going to take the under 59 and a half just because I mean it's UConn I don't expect UConn to score a lot of points <laughs> All right, what other games stick out as we keep scrolling down the bet online lines for week zero? The the Charlotte-Florida uh, Atlantic game sticks out. Uh, Charlotte's a team that can be kind of plucky, and FAU has obviously been through some ups and some downs. I kind of like their – Charlotte is a seven-point underdog in this game. I kind of like Charlotte. I think they sneak up on teams every now and then. I mean – you saw it last year, I believe, with Duke. I think I think Charlotte may have jumped up and gotten them. Um, give me Charlotte. We're going to take the under just because I don't believe in Willie Taggart's offense under 59. I'm going to bring up the North Carolina-Florida A&M game because of the storylines around it today. So there was a point today where there were rumors that Florida A&M was not traveling to Chapel Hill to even play the game. Now, it's been it's been confirmed that they did travel for this game, but they're all, they have 20 players out in a combination of academic reasons and and I believe transfer eligibility uh, issues. And as a result, they're only taking seven offensive linemen up to Chapel Hill and they're 42 and a half point underdogs. I mean, you've got you've got a new quarterback and and at UNC, you got I believe it's Drake May. Um, I have a hard time seeing Florida A and M with seven offensive linemen able to keep with them forty two and a half. I think you hammer the over and you <laughs> hammer UNC minus forty two and a half, which is a ridiculous thing to say. I mean, Florida A and M's coach told somebody today. I forget who the reporter was. I saw it on Twitter said that he doesn't think they can safely play the game with seven offensive linemen, but yet they made the trip and they're playing tomorrow. That's going to be one that sticks out to me as an interesting one. I'm just not sure exactly what that game looks like. And then finally, one game that everybody's talking about for some reason, and it's late and it's going to be gross. One of the worst, probably what, two or three power five teams in the country versus probably a team that has a chance to be about as bad as anybody in the G5 just because of what that program has been through. Vanderbilt at Hawaii. Vanderbilt is a nine and a half point favorite in this game. I mean, probably the most they'll be favored all season. Over under is 54 and a half. So in case you didn't know, Hawaii, their football stadium is condemned. So, they're having to play in a 9,000-person stadium. Uh, it's going to feel like a Nashville high school game for a lot of these Vanderbilt players. Uh, it's an interesting sh- trip to take. I believe uh, Chris Gordy uh, on my radio show this week told us that that the um, Vanderbilt, uh, Chris Gordy of Locked On SEC, told us that the Vanderbilt media group had asked for some sort of Hawaii depth chart, and Hawaii just did not have one. Their, their new coach is Timmy Chang. They they got through a struggle of a Todd Graham era. 
Todd Graham uh, essentially told the whole team that he was using Hawaii as a launching pad job for another Power 5 job to get back there. Obviously, he was at Arizona State before or to the NFL, which is an interesting point of view and interesting to tell your team that. But, yeah, things got so bad there that you even saw Todd Graham's son transfer out of the program. So that'll be a game that you'll see a lot of people watching late at night. That's what they kind of that – Hawaii Pac-12 after dark window. And I think you'll, um, a lot of people will figure out a way to, to create a vested interest um, to, to manufacture it, to figure out a way to buy in. And so that's something that I'll keep an eye on because I think that game is just weird and it's going to be awkward and I don't even know where it's going to be on television. But yeah. But Saturday, make sure, I mean, 11.30 Central Time, you got Northwestern Nebraska in Dublin, I believe, is on Fox. So that'll be the game that we talk about. Definitely be talking about it on Monday. That'll be something to look forward to next week. Uh, I'm your host, Carter Bird, for this for for Locked On Northwestern. You can follow me on on Twitter at CarterBird13 and on Instagram at CarterBird13 as well. Um, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen for anything and everything Northwestern. Uh, and make sure you know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So that's going to do it for today, and we'll see y'all on Monday as we talk about what happens tomorrow.